Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. We're going to learn a Bible word today that is not often used now in our society. It is a word that sounds a little unusual. It sounds like another word we use frequently, but it's a powerful word. And it is found in Luke chapter number 11 in this story that Jesus is teaching His disciples and all of us about prayer. We're talking about the keys to the open door, and we've discovered the key of opportunity, the key of charity, the key of necessity in our prayers. But now we come to a fourth and a very powerful key. Luke chapter 11, verse 5, And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, Though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. There's the word. In verse number 8, it is the word importunity. Now, opportunity is a word we, we well understand. Opportunity means uh, you can come anytime. The door's open. We've talked about that key. But now we come to a different key. We come to a, a different word. It is the word importunity. And what does it mean? It means that even when it seems like the door is shut, you keep pounding. It means that even when it seems like this is not going to happen, you keep praying and you keep believing God to do what only God can do. Now in Jesus' story, this little parable that he uses, we must be careful not to try to read into everything. You know, all of these parables of the Lord Jesus, these earthly stories with a heavenly meaning, have one great truth. And so we're finding the great truth. And the great truth is that prayer is the key that opens the, the door of heaven, that we must learn to pray uh, to receive all that God has for us and to enter into His presence. And so there's, there's not only a comparison here, there's some contrast. For example, this man, this supposed friend, is actually the exact opposite of our God. God's not a sleepy man in bed. No, He is an alert God sitting on the throne of the universe. God's not angry for you coming. He's happy for you to come. God, our God, is greater than this man and every man in every way. Uh, if you think this man finally breaks down and begins to give, I want to tell you that our God stands ready to give. As a matter of fact, Herbert Lockyer wrote that God is more ready to hear than we are to pray. Would you think on that statement just a moment? He is more ready to hear than we are to pray. Uh, quite a thought to think that God has his, his ear bent low to hear our prayers and we're too busy to talk to Him. May God in heaven help us all be more ready to pray today. So what is this thing of importunity? Well, actually, he goes on to explain it. 
He's going to teach us what importunity is and why this is such a key. He says immediately then in verse 9, And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. He presses the matter. In other words, you ask and keep on asking. You seek and keep on seeking. You knock and keep on knocking. And notice, each one of those action verbs, each one of those words is more intense than the previous one. It's pressing it further. It's not giving up. Uh, This is what importunity is. Friend, in a phrase, don't stop praying. Some of you who are listening to me right now, you've been praying for something or someone for years. And you're about to just give up on it and say, I don't think it's going to happen. My brother, you may be on the verge of God's breakthrough. I think so many times in my own life, I've stopped praying for something just before God wanted to answer the prayer. You never know what the Lord is going to do. Keep on praying. The chorus says, keep on praying till light breaks through. The Lord will answer. He'll answer you. In Luke's record, Luke chapter 18, the Lord gives kind of a parallel story a similar story with the same purpose. Listen to Luke chapter 18, verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. That's a great verse. Always to pray. Remember 1 Thessalonians 5? Pray without ceasing. Always to pray and not to faint. Saying, now listen to this story. There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man, And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Now again, same principle. Uh, This man is nowhere near our God. He's wearied with her coming. But the principle of importunity is seen. What was it that broke through? It was her continual coming. She wouldn't stop praying. She didn't let up. Now listen to Jesus in Luke 18 verse 6. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cried day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? I think this is a beautiful illustration of the fact that our prayer is to be a demonstration of our faith. It's not enough to simply pray. We must pray believing. We must pray persistently. We must persevere in prayer with confidence that God is hearing and that God is answering prayer. This question is is thought-provoking. When the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? I wonder when Jesus comes, will he find a praying people? If Jesus came today, will he find you praying? There was a man years ago who was a man of such prayer that when he would meet friends on the street, his greeting to them was this, Do I meet you praying? Oh, what a convicting thought. Do I meet you praying today? Do you meet me praying today? Will we meet Jesus praying someday? You see, the secret of answered prayer is importunity. It's persistence and perseverance in prayer. And if the man in Luke chapter 11 had to learn it, and if the widow in Luke chapter 18 had to learn it, and if the disciples that Jesus was instructing had to learn it, and friend, you're no different and I'm no different, we have to learn it. We must learn that there's a God in heaven 
who is not an unjust judge, he's a just judge. Who is not an angry friend, he is a willing friend. There is a God in heaven who wants us to pray and keep on praying. Someone said, well, why didn't he pray? Why didn't he answer my prayer immediately? Friend, God always answers in his time, and his time is always the right time. Did it ever dawn on you that in the, in the space, in the delay, at least by your perception on your end, that God is actually working even greater things than what you're asking? Use the key today of importunity and watch God open the door. Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey.